Hi, and welcome to the Cosmic Circle, the official podcast for thecosmiccircus.com. I'm Isla Ruby, and I'm so happy to be here. We've got two very special guests today, Brian and John. And if you guys want to say hi or... Hey, what's up? Hey, everybody. This is Brian. I'm glad to be here. Thank you so much, John, for being here with us today. Um, I'm so excited to have you on. Yeah, I'm so just so happy to have you on. John Dotson, you write for the Cosmic Circus. Brian, you're obviously the site's head writer. Uh, today we have such a super special episode. We're gonna it's July somehow. Um, the first <laughs> months of 2023 are gone. Like uh, my mind is still blown at that. When did that happen? I, I don't know. I feel like it was New Year's yesterday. Um, and we're just gonna look at some of our favorite movies and TV shows from the year so far. And we're going to talk a little bit about what's coming up next that we're really excited about, because I know July feels like a huge month, and I know some mm-hmm. other exciting things are coming out, too. Um, so let's start with films. And John, do you want to talk about your, you know, your your first number five on the list of top five? Sure. Well, I mean, it's been a very good year so far. As far as my first goes... One sec, I gotta pull up the document. I'm impressed that you have a document because I was like trying and then notepad on my phone and just (laughs) it's so hard to rank things. Uh, My first one is a movie called uh, Blackberry. Oh, okay. I don't know if y'all heard of this. I've heard of it, uh, but I haven't seen it. The same, same. It's very much in the vein of like, uh, you know, uh, air and uh, flaming hot. Tetris. Yeah. Tetris oh. is terrible. Don't watch. Oh, it. No. <laughs> I'll take that off my list then for things to watch. But, I forgot well, it was. Yeah, Blackberry is the only one that doesn't feel like you're watching um, a commercial for the for the product. Mm-hmm. It's very character driven. Oh, has a lot of great acting, and uh, yeah, it's a very good movie. That's that's my number five. Uh, Blackberry. What do you What do you all got? Huh. I was trying to think who's in that. Oh, it's Jay. Uh, what did I say his last name? Baruchel. Yeah, Jay Baruchel or something yeah. like that. He was the producer yeah. too on it, right? Or am I totally confused? I think I'm honestly not sure. I just know uh, he's usually more of a comedic actor. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he, I mean, there's nothing funny about his performance. It's very grounded. Mm-hmm. He okay. plays kind of like uh, like a tech, like a tech nerd in the song. And it's, uh, oh, how do you say? It, it sounds like it's just so out of his wheelhouse than what he usually yeah. does. It's very out of his wheelhouse, and he's not a really likable performance. Yeah. That mm-hmm. makes sense. So, yeah, that's my number five, is uh, Mark Berry. Now, was that, that was a streaming movie, right? Or did it ever get a theatrical release? Yeah, I think it was on demand. Ah, uh, okay. Because okay. I, feel, I, I feel like Blackberry, Air, and Tetris... It feels like they people were talking about them at the same time, and I've lost mm-hmm. track of what was theatrical. I think Air was, and like what actually was. Yes, I'm not, I'm not a big fan of the genre so far because it's like it feels like every one of these movies is like a, a commercial, or you mm-hmm. know, I was like, yeah, come and buy a Nike shoe, or <laughs> please come eat Cheetos. This is yes. not. It's not that kind of movies. My number five is a little different, um, but I love that that is on your list. So I chose Nimona from Netflix as my number five. It did just come out. Um, ne- review is on, Netf- on on the Cosmic Circus, everybody. But I chose this one because, you know, um, there's a lot of great representation in this film. It is very LGBTQ plus friendly. Um, it found a new home in Netflix after it was canceled by... Um, Disney's acquisition of 21 Fox. It is by far one of my favorite animated movies of this of this year. It you if you want a feel good movie, if you want to cry, you want to laugh, if you want great voice acting, yeah, the animation is a little um 
different in spots. It's not always, it's a little spotty. Um, but I absolutely love that film. And it sounds weird to put it at my number five because it feels like it's so low. Um, but it feels like it sets the bar for me for what's about to come. I, I love it. And, you know, I had, I've seen a lot of promo for it um, mm-hmm. just recently because like it came out like last week, right? It was, it's super recent. Yeah, it came out the 30th. So it came out just a few days ago. Okay, wow. Yeah. So I I can't wait to watch it. I think it's going to be really good. Yeah. So Isla, what was your number five? So, and and John, I don't know how you'll feel about this. So I really <laughs> liked Air. I, I went into it watching it just because like I had heard so many people talking about it saying, okay, you, know, you have to see this. So I, I checked it out once it was on streaming. Um, and it just like... It felt like a warm hug of nostalgia, and I definitely get the the product placement things because it was basically a giant Nike commercial. It, and... it is, but it's a very well-made Nike commercial. Exactly. <laughs> um, and I wasn't expecting, like, at, at this point, right, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon are, are basically movie stars. Like, they, you, you mm-hmm. think of them not so much as the characters they were playing. And what I really liked in Air is I felt like they slipped into the characters a little bit more. And like, I, I wasn't thinking of them as the actors. I was thinking of them as as Sonny Vaccaro and, and the other guy whose name is is escaping me right now. So I really liked that and enjoyed that. And what's her name? Uh, the actress that plays his mom? Yeah, yeah, I know who you mean. Oh, was it? Um, incredible. She's very good. Viola, was it Viola Davis? Viola, Viola Davis. Yeah. It's very, very good. I was just going to say that I'm not huge on like on sports movies. And this for me fell into a sports movie. But the moment I saw the trailer, I think it was for Guardians of the Galaxy 3. Mm-hmm. Or, or maybe it might have been Ant-Man and the Wasp. But whenever I saw that trailer, I was actually like sobbing watching this trailer <laughs> and just thought like, wow, I need to see this movie. And I went home and told my mom and I was like, you're going to have you're going to want to see this movie. And she goes, well, I'm not big on sports movies. And then she went and saw Ant-Man the next day. And she was like, wow, that movie looks amazing. So the one thing that sucks about the film, there was no, there was no release like in the theater. There was not a, like a long window. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean it's not really a sports movie though. It's kind of like yeah, like a like a management. Yeah, exactly. Right. The business management marketing. Yeah, it's good. I mean, Matt Damon is very good in it. He gives a speech in the film that mm-hmm. like might be one of his best scenes of any of like his entire career didn't somebody copy that speech and i don't remember it was like some some politician copied it i remember and the filmmakers were upset yeah i don't i don't remember all the details it was just like the glimpse of a headline i had seen but Um, it obviously got traction i'm scared to ask who that was i don't know (laughs) i'm kind of scared too but very scared to ask I think that it's also, you know, a testament to Ben Affleck's directing capabilities because mm-hmm. I know that he's done a few movies now and it seems like every movie he does is just really well put together. And the only other one that's coming to mind is Goodwill Hunting, but I know there's other films that he's directed. Well, he didn't direct Goodwill Hunting. No, no. He wrote it, right? He wrote Goodwill Hunting. Yeah, he did write Damon. it. Yeah, you are correct about that. Yeah, it's very good though. Well, he had another movie this year, and I think, um, and I, I remember that people didn't like it as much, and like the contrast between Air and this other movie was like so stark. Um, um, hypnotic. Yes, that's it, and it, it got a theatrical release, right? Uh, Are you talking about the Flash? No, <laughs> no, no, not that. <laughs> I think you're right. I think it is hypnotic. Yeah, uh, I've never seen it. Uh, Did he direct that one too, or? No, that, that was, was uh, Robert Rodriguez. Okay, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, it's so interesting, the consistency and what, um, just what things will actually take off and come together as far as story mm-hmm. and, and film. All right, so Brian, we're going to start with you this time. So we've gone okay. through number five. We're going to go okay. to number four. Um, what's number four on your list? For the so year? I have another streaming movie because... I apparently didn't go to the theaters enough this year. <laughs> Which is but weird because I know you've gone a ton. I have gone a ton. And you know, there's there's some films on that I liked that are not on here. Cause I was trying, I was trying to think of like how do we categorize these? Like what is making it my favorite? You know, I liked Little Mermaid. That's not on this list. You know, oh. you know I know. I'm sorry. Ant-Man and the Wasp. 
Yeah, I'll just say it's not on my list. Right, because it's a good movie, but like, how do you quantify the best? So for this one, I chose because it has probably some of the best action I've seen this year. I picked Extraction 2. Um, just for the one scene alone in the prison where it's like the one extended shot. I was in awe of that scene. And I think that like you could tell that the director was like an action choreographer mm-hmm. and, and like, a, like a stunts person prior to this because that was such at the forefront. And I loved it. And I'm going to jump on to that because I'm, I'm next anyway. And I'm an extraction two is actually also number four on my list, even though it was streaming. Yes. And I, I love what you were saying about Sam Hargrave. And you can tell he comes from such a, you know, action background. And I think, and I, I might be wrong. I think he originally stepped in. He was a stuntman on John Wick at one of the John Wick movies. Or am I confusing him with someone else? I think you were correct. Yeah, and then like his whole career kind of blossomed after he stepped in um, when another actor unfortunately passed. Um, but Extraction 2, like, this is just like Chris Hemsworth. He is an action star. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I, I think of him as Thor, but watching Extraction, the original movie, and now Extraction 2, it just like blows my mind how much he fits into that role so much more. Sure, mm-hmm. there's the comedy bits, but like, I don't know if you remember like the classic movies from like the 90s and early 2000s just like action mm-hmm. without a franchise this feels like it to me um i was gonna say that sequence is incredible mm-hmm. how long does that go for 45 minutes it just doesn't stop yeah it's so crazy it goes from a prison to like the train mm-hmm. for a helicopter fight it just does not means uh so yeah Nobody would follow you for putting that number four. And like there was this one shot specifically, they're in the basement of the prison mm-hmm. and the camera like goes underneath Chris Hemsworth as he's like doing, like he's like swinging his, his gun around. And like, that was just so seamless. And like, you pretty much know that that's probably where a break is somewhere, but it you can't tell where it is. And I was just like, oh, and he's on fire. He's on fire at one point. Yes. Like his arms and everything are on fire. It's how, yeah, and you know, Sam Hargrave was also a stunt coordinator for like, I when I was writing my review for this, it was Avengers Endgame, Avengers Mm -hmm. Infinity War, Deadpool Two, Atomic Blonde, which Atomic Blonde is one of the best action films that I have ever seen. If you haven't seen it, you have to. Like, he's really good. I think so. From what I was reading, I think so. This whole um the whole prison scene like that 21 minute sequence had mm-hmm. actually been inspired by tom cruise and like really? the, the mission impossible impossible sequences because they're like so like there's just one mm-hmm. camera right and i think that was from what i was reading that was like the whole story yeah. behind that particular shot because there was one in the first one too yes it reminds me of the daredevil scene you know yeah, where the like fr- the everyone thought line. it was like everyone thought that was so cool like the hallway scene in daredevil it felt like it was so unique and you can't you can't beat that john what's your number four mine is uh still a michael j fox story oh okay okay so i don't know if whoever's like uh whoever's listening to this mm-hmm. um i have a disability well this uh documentary is very inspiring because mm-hmm. like uh what condition does he have like a, Parkinson's, uh, I think. Yeah, Parkinson's. So not only is it like a detailed recount of mm-hmm. his like entire career, sure. It also shows the strength he went through, mm-hmm. even after his uh, diagnosis. Okay. So he so he was like diagnosed like I think around ninety three and ninety four. Mm-hmm. Right. So like the height, almost the height of his, yeah, his career, right? Career. And uh, in the midst of that, he didn't tell anybody about it. And he mm-hmm. kept pushing and making films and making like uh, TV shows and uh, found ways to hide it and to not talk about it and made it a part of his personality Mm-hmm. in his characters and it's mm-hmm. it's a very well-made documentary that shows just how charismatic he was mm-hmm. 
and still and so is like even with the with the recognition that he's got, it's mm-hmm. just um amazing how much his personality still shines through like through through the condition. Mm-hmm. And when twenty twenty three is over, mm-hmm. I think it's gonna be my top so, Yeah, oh. that's 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 my number four. That's still on my to watch list. I know I think it was on Apple TV. And I think, you know, you're, you point out the fact that he is like, he's been such an advocate for this, right? He's been such an advocate for research and all of this. And I think from what I've seen of the, the movie, like trailers and stuff that really comes through in it. So I'm excited to watch it. I'm very excited too. I have not, I don't even know if I've seen a trailer, but I do remember that Vic was very excited about it. And I thought that like, what is a better way than to like, to get awareness, you know, than to, to share your story when you have a platform and you can use it. Oh, and, and bear in mind, there's like, it touches on many things. Like, I mean, they even talk about uh, who was the little guy that was going to be uh, Marty McFly. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Eric Stoltz, they even talk about that. Oh, wow. I mean, they, they go through a lot. They go through a lot of different different subjects. Mm-hmm. So it's just, um, yeah, I mean, it's really good. It's a short movie too. I think it's only ninety five minutes, so you can, if you haven't seen it, you can watch it pretty, pretty quickly. Yeah, yeah, it's very short. And like, what a way to like to have a like a snapshot look at someone's like. It sounds like their whole life, you know, of just what it encompasses a person. Like, that's a great case study to look at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess so. I, I will. Um, we're at number three. Somehow the time is just flying by. So I'll go <laughs> ahead and you know, kick it off since John and Brian, you've already been on the the hot seat. So, and judging from what I've read online, my number three is not popular. Um, I really, <laughs> I really liked Peter Pan and Wendy. Um, and I, I feel like it was like universally panned, but I'm going to stand by it. Um, I thought it was just like super whimsical. I liked the music. Um, and so I have a daughter and if like my daughter wanted to watch this movie over and over and over again. So we watched Peter Pan and Wendy like seven times. And I liked it for that too. I felt like it held her attention, whereas some other things don't. So I I really enjoyed that movie. Um, It was kind of told with Wendy as, I guess, as more of the protagonist. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, the colors were very muted and it was just really, really well done. And Jude Law was Hook. I can't forget that. that. Um, so what you're saying is that you're single, you and your daughter are single-handedly keeping that on Disney Plus so it doesn't disappear? Completely. And I wish I could buy it on DVD because I, I don't have confidence that it won't disappear, but I don't think it's available. I will add that I am also a defender of uh, Peter Pan and Wendy. Yes! Yeah, it's very, I mean, it, it does kind of meander places. Mm-hmm. more sad. Yeah. But I love the connection between Hook and Peter in the story. Mm-hmm. What, what's the girl that plays uh, Wendy? Ever, Ever Anderson. I think she's Wes Anderson's, is she her, yeah, his daughter, I think? Wes Anderson's daughter, but what's going to blow everybody's mind is that's actually uh, a resident evil actress. Oh, yeah. That's her daughter, but uh, all of them. OWS Anderson. Yeah, you're right. You're right. And she looks exactly like her. So it's Mila, oh it's Mila Jovovich and, and Paul W. Anderson. You, yeah. Yes, that name. Yeah. Oh my, you're right. Now that you say that, I didn't think of that, but looking at her face, I'm like, oh, she looks just like her mom. Yeah, yeah. just like her mom. Just like her mom. And arguably, arguably stole the truck. So yeah, it's very good. So I'm in. I'm in your defense. It's a good movie. Perfect. You got, you got nothing to apologize for. <laughs> I gotta watch this. You do. Add it to your list. I know you have a long list of things to watch this year because we were talking about it yeah. before. I'll catch up one day. Um, John, do you have do you have a number three? I do, and I think I'm gonna be the only one who has seen this movie. I watched it at Sundance. Okay. And Which is cool, by the way. Yeah, it is out. It's called Thousand and One. Have you heard of this at all? I do I've not. Heard, I've, I've not heard, heard of that it. One. 
but I haven't watched yeah. it. So it's uh, a thousand and one. Um, hang on one sec. It is about this uh, kid and his mom. Um, they're growing up in a uh, in an area of New York City. It's kind of hard to really go into wrong details about it because mm -hmm. the, end, the end of it's kind of pretty big. Um, I like the poster, like the yeah. way it's, it's kind of like classic, but then it's yeah. also like kind of twisted, you know? So the best way I could describe it is that it's a movie about where money comes from, mm -hmm. um, what it means. doesn't matter who your family is. You know, I, I grew up in a, an environment where family is, you know, what you make of it, mm -hmm. whether it's mm -hmm. family or uh, you know, friends, then family is who you find. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. it's this is probably one of the best films of the year. Oh. It's got two strong performances um, by, by the person that plays the mom. Tiana Taylor, and, right? Yeah, and the mm -hmm. son. And uh, it was also, I believe, uh, the top choice by Sundance. Yeah. I think it, yeah. I think it was voted uh, yeah not the audience award but like the main cast like the grand jury thing right yeah Whatever the grand jury means. i think it was the grand jury winner so yeah it's, it's a very good film so you go out and see it if you're looking at it's a very good film i said i said i'm definitely gonna check this out i mean you it comes pretty high and the fact that it won the sundance grand jury prize u.s dramatic is what it says yeah um, u.s grand dramatic it's that means it must good. be incredible. It's very good. It had like a theatrical release at the same time of Dungeons and Dragons, interestingly. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. around March, but like, you know, I mean, March we had John Wick 4, Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Scream 6. I mean, it was extremely overshadowed in a very good month. Mm -hmm. And right. Creed 30. Forget about Creed 3. Oh, yeah. I can't forget about that one. There was a lot of movies that came out that month and it was crazy. Um, it was. And then just before that, we had Ant-Man in February. Yeah. So. Quantumania. Yep. Yes. We were all still recovering from Paul Rudd's awesomeness in March, I guess. I was. So that's my number three. Uh, you you both have such great number threes. Brian, um, what's yours? Mine is not as uh, clear, critically acclaimed. Well, I guess it is critically acclaimed. But maybe he hasn't won awards yet. But I have Super Mario Bros. as number three. Um, that film is, again, one of the best animated <laughs> films I've seen in a while. Granted, I did not get to see Elemental yet. I, I was hoping that I was going to be able to see it before this podcast, but I just didn't get time. So, But Super Mario Bros., I mean, who can't love a well-produced animated film about one of the best video game characters of all time? Mm -hmm. It was perfect. Well, I mean, um, uh, and don't forget Jack Black in his amazing speeches. It's <laughs> so catchy. That doesn't end up at the awards. Nothing it's, you should. All of my nephews just walked around singing that song for yep. months. <laughs> yeah. They played think, it. They played it at my daughter's elementary school at like stop. dance or something like that. And the kids sang it because they had all seen the movie. I love that. The, the thing about this film that I love is that the potential it has to like spring off so many other things. I mean, I know that we're headed towards Super Smash Bros. eventually down the line. I was also shocked that I actually liked Chris Pratt as Mario. I, when they announced him, I was just like, we need to like not do mm -hmm. this. Um, it wasn't bad, though. It was he was he was OK, but I love this film. Number three, I feel like it's not going to change when it comes to the end, end of the year one we're going to do, but I might have to just do you know make sure that i gotta I got see elemental first that's my that's my thing i'm really looking forward to elemental mm -hmm. um but yeah my number three is that super mario bros the movie we all want to visit the mushroom kingdom i think at this point <laughs> yes yes very much so and Brian... not the disappointing mario land in uh the uh, what is it is it florida is that florida is that california yeah, you know, you is that a real Florida's thing yes uh super mario land yeah it's real mm-hmm well, oh no! I heard it's disappointing. Oh, no. It's not as good as as people wanted it to be. 
Oh no. I feel sad about that because it's, uh, you know, there's, there's so much potential for it to be cool with like the mushrooms mm-hmm. and the pipes. Oh no, mm-hmm. man, I want to do the Mario. Don't even dare. Yeah. I, I think that they just rolled that, that one out a little bit too soon. It wasn't quite ready for everybody. The park, you know. It. It'll get there. It'll yeah. Get there. Give looking, it 10 years. So I think we went through everyone else's number three. So that means you're up for number two. Um, oh, we can't skip over John and sister first. Oh, I'm sorry. I was thinking oh, of Peter that... Pan, but it wasn't Peter Pan because you were just supporting yeah. me with that. So what's your Please, number three, John? No, he Please. said he's number three. He's number he's number two. Number two. I'm so confused <laughs> at this point. We're at number two? I think yeah. we're at number two. Okay, so and now we're getting to the fun part, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Dun, da, da, <gasps> John Wick Chapter Four is my number two. Oh, okay, okay. I went to go to a a press screening for this back in March, mm-hmm. two weeks before it came out. Mm-hmm. I didn't know anything about it. I mean, I I enjoy the John Wick films. Love them. That makes sense. I never really liked it for them. So the movie starts at seven o'clock. Mm-hmm. And thinking it's just gonna be another John Wick film. Um, movie ends, and I'm thinking it's like nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, this way by fast. It's nine o'clock. Can't wait to talk to everybody about this. It's ten o'clock at night. Yep, it's a long movie. <laughs> three hours long, and I had no idea at all. <laughs> um, it passed that quickly. It's a skill, you know, a testament to the skill of the filmmakers, yeah. right? Because it was just like that. There are sequences in John Wick War where it just takes her breath away. It's jaw dropping. It's inspiring. Uh, the camera work. There's a scene. I know you haven't seen it, Brian. I'm sorry. Spoil it's it for me. Gonna, it's okay. I'm not going <laughs> to be a spoiler. Yes, I think even if you watch it. It's still incredible. It goes full like Grand Theft Auto video game uh, point of view. Okay. It's and like it's, a top view, right? Yeah, it's like a, a top view. Like, and it doesn't recording and it doesn't stop. Mm-hmm. It just That's... keeps going and going. You ever watch a movie that, like, you know, you feel like pretentious, you don't care? Mm-hmm. This movie is unapologetically pretentious and I enjoy everything about it. Like, <laughs> they, they earned it. They earned it. They embraced everything. it all. Yeah, they earned every camera angle, every uh, yeah, it, it's amazing. It's one of the best action films ever made. Oh, wow. And Keanu, and Keanu Reeves made the major. Mm-hmm. Right. Know? Yeah. Um, See it, watch it. If it comes back out, watching the theaters, it's it's amazing. Yeah, John Wick Chapter Four. That's my new trick. John, I'm curious. Had you um, watched the other John Wick? Like, had you been a fan of John Wick and franchise before coming into this, or was were you like I mean, totally I, fresh into I mean, it? I was a fan, but I didn't like. It. I was a fan, like I was a fan of Extraction, like like. I appreciate extraction. I'm not in love with extraction. Mm-hmm. Okay. Does that make sense? Like, like, yeah. It's a great action series. This John Wick Chapter Border takes it to another like level mm-hmm. Where, mm-hmm. where it's no longer just like another like action film, like a good action film. It has it almost like takes down the meter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It almost does. There's a 40 minute action. What? Like, yes, 40 minutes. Towards the end of the film, there's a 40 minute action. It's like a giant boss fight in a video game almost, right? That's how I. It... It's three different parts. Like, like it starts on the road and mm-hmm. it goes into a building and then it like goes to a third and it doesn't stop and you don't want it to quit. I mean, yeah. yeah. I could go on. I could go on. Not, not me going on Amazon and pre-ordering it on 
disc already just because of the, how yeah. you're talking about it <laughs> when does it come out is my question because isn't it it's still in a couple of theaters I think, I think it's already out i think it's oh. going to be on the list. it is it actually i'm it's going to be in my house yeah. tomorrow <laughs> yeah. brian no, is ready i mean I, I know you told me that you have not watched the rest of the franchise mm-hmm. dude i mean if you wanted to skip one two and three I actually own all three of them. I bought them like when this one was coming out because people were talking about how great it was. And I just haven't watched them yet. And now like you're making me you're making me sound like I, I have to hurry up and watch all four of them. That might be my movie marathon tomorrow. No, I mean, it's okay. I mean, take your time. Absolutely. Take your time. But there's still some. It's got no it's got no business being that good. It really, it really does. What I love re- that. what's really um what really sells it from what you've said for me is how fast paced it is because you know you look at a runtime and like i i groan if it's too long because like <laughs> that second act yeah. yep well, if it doesn't hours. drag yeah that's amazing it's, it shouldn't be three hours but oh my god uh yeah I, I, I don't i don't know what you cut out i don't know what i, I just guys watch it i mean i like i said i could just I can make a full podcast. <laughs> well, maybe we need great. to do a John Wick podcast. Maybe that's our after Brian <laughs> has watched them all. I just say, you know, I, I would, but I think number one has got a better reason for a full podcast. Okay. Oh. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Well, then. Stay tuned. Yeah, we're getting there. Um. So my number two is actually, it's really funny because last night when the three of us were talking in the group <laughs> chat, listeners, John had guessed this as my number one. And for about an hour it was, and I've sat there jumping back and forth between my number one and my number two. Um, and I settled it on this in number two. And it was literally like, seriously, right before you said the, your guess and I moved it. So, um, but Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves is my number two. And as a player of Dungeons and Dragons, um, granted, I did not get into Dungeons and Dragons until I was an adult, probably in the last uh, five to seven years. This felt like you were playing a game of Dungeons mm-hmm. and Dragons with your friends. And when I was watching, I actually felt like you could almost feel the kids or like the adults playing above the mm-hmm. like 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 there was like a meta-ness to it. Of, like you almost feel this communication between the characters and their personalities and kind of like what I wanted um kind of like Jumanji yeah, the, exactly. the, the second and the third but like without it actually being there so I loved that film that I thought the comedy was hilarious I thought the characters were fantastic Chris Pine I don't have to say anymore <laughs> um and uh oh my god Olga what's her name um oh in... yes yeah she, she was fantastic yeah, she's very good so that's my number two i'm so glad you mentioned jumanji because as you were talking about it like i was thinking of the first jumanji right it kind of dungeons Mm -hmm. and dragons gives off that vibe to me um so i totally support that as being your number two i I want a spinoff movie of the the guy that plays the the paladin i just want that guy easily zank funniest character of the entire film I mean, like, it's intentional, but it's, like, like also not. I, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he's great in the film. He was the guy from um, um, Bridgerton, Bridgerton, right? yeah. And uh, they Bridgerton. talked about him being James Bond. I don't know if he's still Ooh. up for it. I like that. He's good. I like that. Isla, what's your number two? Come on, give it to us. (laughs) So my number two, and I don't know if anyone listening to this has seen it. Um, So I really liked Rye Lane. Um, It's a a rom-com and I I love rom-coms. I love romance. And it, so it was set in in London. Um, It takes place over a day where these two people, and I'm totally forgetting the, the, the actor's names, fall in love. And it just like gave me that classic, like, 1990s rom-com feel um and also made me want to go to london someday somehow um so that was my number two what what's the name of it Ryan. Ryan. so i watched that at sundance 
Okay. Um, now, it's not very fair to the movie because, like, I didn't really care for it, but it was also, like, at the very end of Sundance, and oh. I watched, like, 30-something <laughs> films on that moment, and I was so, like, I was so tired. Oh, my gosh. Sure. I, I don't think I gave it a fair shake at that point. <laughs> so, um... Uh, very good. I got two very good leading actors in it. It's Eric um, and Eric and Yas are the main characters. I just can't remember the actors' names. Let me. Yeah, they were they were very like they did a they had great chemistry. It was fun. It's a fun movie. Mm-hmm. I mean, I was tired about that by the time that thing wrapped up. I don't fault you for loving it. Thirty. My goodness, that's a lot. Like I'm it's a lot mentally. I can't Wow, what what an awesome experience too to get to say that you you know you, you did Sundance. You know, it, like casually drop it, which is just the coolest <laughs> thing in the world. Yeah. Well, it's Sundance. Like, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. I I don't know if I'll get invited back. I was like, I'm gonna watch everything again mm. while I can while I'm here. Bad choice. Bad choice. <laughs> don't recommend. Age yourself. Um, yeah, so, but it's a pretty good movie. I just wish I was not tired of that. Sure. I understand. I mean, way to just casually, though, say that you're the coolest one in this room. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, well, we, uh, we're not worthy. Uh, Ayla, how many you? You've done some festivals. I haven't done anything as cool as Sundance. Like I've done New York Comic Con, I've done Austin uh, TV Festival, which was. I wasn't expecting it to be amazing, but it was really freaking cool. And I can't wait to talk about it in the TV section because I got oh, to no. see you've stuff. Only, you've only done New York. I'm done. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but it's like Sundance has like, I don't, I'm, I don't know the right Prestige. One. Yeah, exactly. Like Comic-Con is for nerds, right? I'm a nerd. <laughs> so that's where I fit in. But like so Sundance. This was, this was my first year that I've ever done it. So we'll see if I get invited back. I don't know. Next, yeah. you're going to tell us that you went to Cannes. Am, am I even saying it right? I don't know. Uh, I can't. I can't afford Cannes. They, uh, they'll uh, bring can, you there. Yeah, one day, perhaps. One right. day. Anyway. No, I think uh, I think we're at number one, right? Or we did are. I? Are all right. So number one, Eeny, Meeny, Miny, Mo, Brian. It wasn't really okay. fair. I was going to pick you on. <laughs> I knew that. I was prepared. No. Um, so this one's not gonna be any shock. I feel like I like you know me pretty well by now. Yeah, I know what this is gonna be. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I want to play a game with you. What oh gosh, it? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes, it is Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. Oh, Valiant I was wrong. 3. I was wrong. I loved Guardians of the Galaxy three. I thought it was the perfect way to end the that section of the franchise. I thought it was just a fantastic movie. I liked the the animal conservation, you know, message about, you know, let's say the animals, everybody is valuable in life. I thought it was one of the perfect movies for me this year. But I'm also a giant nerd, so it had to be something like that. I mean, every movie on this list is a giant nerd film, but like, yeah, it was Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And I'm going to piggyback on that. Um no surprise, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 was also the top movie I've seen this year, which I don't know if that says more about me um, <laughs> than, than about, you know, uh, the state of movies. But I really, like, I it was nice to see a good Marvel movie, right? Like, I really was excited about it. I thought it was a, a perfect send-off. I loved finding out more about Rocket. I thought that we learned about what really motivated him, and I thought his character, like, his his backstory made sense um Mm -hmm. and i also feel like guardians of the galaxy 3 was really special for the cosmic circus because i remember when everyone was like decoding the um the language from it and like figuring out okay what's in this picture what does it mean so it like had a very special place in my heart for that so and half of that didn't even make it into the film that's the sad part (laughs) how about Uh, you john what was your number one Oh, before I get to my number one, I'm about to get slammed by you guys and probably anybody that's hearing this. I was back on Guardians of the Galaxy. That's okay, um, though. 
I was mixed. Honestly, um, it was the uh, rocket being tortured that kind of like made it yeah. hard for me to get through. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I adored the way it ended, um, mm-hmm. the way the last forty-five minutes of the film is great, but the animal torture was just like, so, yeah. It was different than the like we Nebula had been tortured prior, right? And and right. The, and this was different because I feel like like he was a cute animal, and you know it it was really oh, intense. Man. It was hard. Oh yeah, when he's like hurt, hurt, I'm like, oh, oh stop, stop, make it stop. Like hits yeah. you right there. Yeah. So I was mixed. All right, my number one. Yes. I'm shocked. No one's sitting in the top five. Spider-Man Across the oh. Spider-Birds is my number one movie of the year. That's fair. I'm so glad you said that because it was, it's pretty high up there. No, I want to put an asterisk on this because of the controversy behind it. Um, Anybody who worked on the film, mm-hmm. you know, I hope y'all get every reward that mm-hmm. You all deserve for the time and effort that you put into it. And I hope you are treated better than number three. Yes, absolutely. Yep. All that said, amazing freaking work. Mm-hmm. Every single frame of the movie is like a poster. Um, there's just, there are, there are frames in this movie where you can pause and find something new every time you watch it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And every character, every, and you could have a thousand spinoffs mm-hmm. from from this one movie. So uh, this is my favorite movie of the year. Um, I could watch it over and over and over. I love it. It's, I don't think there's any reason for me to explain that <laughs> works for itself. I will just say that while I. It's one of those films I can recognize that it is a good film. It is not one of my favorite franchises. And that hurts me to even say that. And I apologize. <laughs> but you didn't uh, like into, you didn't like the first one, right? You know, no. it, it was, and I, I don't remember your reasoning for that. Like, was it the animation style? Sorry. <laughs> yeah, it was definitely, it was the animation style got to me and it gave me, it gave me a headache. So I could never make it through. And I powered through it a week, two weeks ago to watch the second one. Oh, really? Wow. Mm-hmm. I really so. am glad you mentioned Across the Spider-Verse because I I loved it too. And like, it just freeze framing. If like, you can't freeze phrase it in, in the theater. And I'm looking forward to when it actually comes out to watch on, um, like watch on my TV. Like mm-hmm. there's just so much. The art is so incredible. And I'm, I'm in awe of the animators, everyone who worked on that film, because I think just it it's incredible. Um, I can't wait to see the next one. I don't think mm-hmm. it'll come out next year, but that's a different no, conversation. It yeah. It won't, it won't. There's um, no way. Yeah. I specifically loved um oh my gosh. I'm this is how bad I am. Gwen uh Gwen Stacy's world. Haley Steinfeld's, right? No, no. Well, well Gwen thinking... Stacy's world, the art of her world was just so beautiful in mm-hmm. uh, Across so, the Spider Verse. Yeah, it's like watercolor, like everything yeah. you like. It drips like you look in the background and you can see water like, mm-hmm. flowing down. Ah, oh, so cool, so beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It looks like the comic book covers, if I remember that correctly, in some ways, um, or at least maybe some of the comic variations for Ghost Spider. I believe so. Yes. And I, you know, I know there's like kind of like a debate going on over the. When the messaging of the film, there's like a message going on in the film about whether you should, whether somebody should go through something bad mm-hmm. in order to be great. Hmm. Yes. And, and uh, I think there's something very interesting going on there. I hope it pays off in part two. But I think the setup is really intriguing and it's a, uh, yeah. I really love the film. It's beautiful. It's one of just one of the best films I think of the year. And I just hope whoever is involved with it gets their gets their due. Pay your pay your visual effects, people. Well, Absolutely. it would give them 
Give them vacations. Give them, give them hours off. Sick days. You know, work-life balance. They're not slave workers, and they earned it. Mm-hmm. They absolutely earned it with every single frame of those movies. I totally That's agree. my rant. It's a valid rant. It's totally valid. And we're getting absolutely. pretty close to time, so I think maybe we'll have to save television for another podcast, um, which I would yeah. love to talk to you guys with, and I hope we can schedule it. Um, but... I do want to talk about other movies that you're looking forward to this year. So um, I'll start, I guess. So I'm really looking forward to two things. I want to see Indiana Jones because I haven't yet. I know it just came out Mm -hmm. and I, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm, I'm willing to put aside the, um, like the uncanny valley-ness stuff over being de-aged from the trailer. I, I don't know anything more than that, but that was in the trailer. So I feel like that's not a spoiler. And I want to see Barbie. It just looks so freaking cool. I'm on that Barbie train. (laughs) I think we're all on the Barbie train. I think there was like kind of like a a playful fight. Yeah. You should should review it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Yeah, I'm definitely on the Barbie train. I I think that they just made it so like, it looks so appealing to everybody. It has the comedy. It has the, if you grew, I grew up with two sisters. So my Power Rangers were always getting married to their Barbies. And unfortunately <laughs> they had to live together in the dream house. So like, unfortunately, I, like, <laughs> I mean, that's amazing for the Power Rangers. Come on. It's like, I'll think. Well, uh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but like, you know, so like, I feel like this appeals to every single person in some way or some form that they like, they really just try to, to make it as open-ended for as much audience as possible. What about you, John? What's your what are you looking forward to? I put like six down in my list. Let's hear them. Fortunately, I can't look at it. Um, I know people <laughs> who are uh, hearing the podcast can't see right now, but I have a dog in my lap, and the <laughs> dog does with its tail knocking my mouth off the table. Oh no! Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah so. Barbie, Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a big Grandma, one. Um, Doom Part 2. Oh. Looks, you know, I'm dying to watch Doom Part 2. There's a movie, Diano uh, did Defender. Oh, I know. That is David no. Fender. No, I, I don't think I know. I'm looking it up. He directed like, um, The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. I know who you mean. Like He, he made a Oh, what is the Netflix series about the serial killers? Okay. Mindhunter. Yeah, he did Mindhunter. Okay. And he's so he, got another one coming out. David Fincher, he's got. Yeah, it's called The Killer. Coming out like in November. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, what else? Killers of the Flower Moon. Oh, yeah. Okay. That's going to be great. I mean, it's going to be a great year, guys. <laughs> so. so. You know, on, on top of Barbie, I have a few, unfortunately. Obviously, the Marvels, because um, yes. I was a fan of Captain Marvel. I was oh, a fan in the, of... Yeah, in the Marvels. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like, the, the, the three main cast members here are going to steal the show, and I hope that this Absolutely. film makes a billion dollars. I want to see... So that one's at the top of my list. Um, I'm excited to see Wish. I think that it looks really mm-hmm. good. I feel like that's kind of like a return to to some quality disney and hopefully that that one gets the recognition it deserves I'll wonka, wonka like, yeah. yeah i think the the biggest one for me that like i'm think i'm really excited of more recently is i'm excited to see the haunted mansion i think it's going to be really good i hear that it's aiming a little for a little bit older children so it's going to be like funny but also a little tad more scary mm-hmm. um so i'm excited for that one I want to say about Wish, there was, so I, today I went and I saw Ruby, um, Ruby Gilman, Teenage Kraken with my daughter and one of her friends. And, you know, there are all these trailers and stuff before the movie and they're all typically kid oriented trailers because it's a kid's movie. So both of the girls that I was with, like, were on the edge of their seats watching the trailer for Wish. And I just thought that was really cool because that, like, I think it's going to be a hit based on that. Absolutely. Nobody mentions Aquaman. No, nobody. Oh, well, is it coming out this year? Did we all just forget about it? And Blue Beetle. Oh my gosh. I'm going to mention Blue Beetle because Blue Beetle is going to be amazing. I'm so indifferent on DC right now. I mean, Mm -hmm. I know Aquaman's got the Momoa 
So mm -hmm. I mean, they got that going for it, but and I'm just yeah, I don't know. I'm rooting for DC, but at the same time, I'm just like, guys, how many times y'all going to make a decision that makes me not want to watch a movie? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. I will say I'm looking forward to Craven, though, because that poster alone just <laughs> is nice to look at. So All that right. that's my my wild pick. I feel like a lot of people suddenly became interested in Craven the Hunter after that movie based on what Twitter was saying, or after that poster based on what Twitter was saying. Craven the Hunter is going to be wild, y'all. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know if it's going to be a good wild or a bad wild. <laughs> it's going to be wild. It's going to be better than Morbius. I'm, I'm, my fingers are crossed. I'm hoping now. There's um, nothing, there's nothing better than Morbius, guys. <laughs> nothing. Vin from our site would be so happy to hear you say that. How dare you, smite Morbius? <laughs> Morbius <laughs> has Matt Smith, okay, and anything oh, with Matt that's Smith true. is gold. <laughs> Brian is a huge Matt Smith fan. Hey man, that top with the top was danced by Matt yes. Smith and Morbius. It's you know the best scene of the entire decade. Absolutely, absolutely. Abs <laughs> and i think that's a perfect note to end this podcast on it has been a pleasure talking with you guys about the best movies um so far of 2023 in your rankings and we'll have to return to this and return to television too because i think we're gonna have a great conversation with that um so i'm isla ruby uh this is the cosmic circle the podcast for the cosmiccircus.com where can folks find more about you and you know read your writing you want to go first, Brian, or should I? You can, you can go first. Um, I write for Cosmic Circus. I mostly do reviews for that outlet. I also write for a website called Monsters and Critics. I mostly do reviews there. You can find me on Twitter at HeroRockTheGod. I think my next review is Barbie. So yes. I'm excited for that. This has been Brian Kitson, head writer at the Cosmic Circus. You can find me on Twitter at uh, at Kitson301. And I got a few things cooking up. So we'll, we'll see what comes out next. But I, Grace, as much as I didn't want to review Barbie, I'm so glad that at least it's in good hands and that it's going to be someone who's going to appreciate it, John. So I appreciate that. <laughs> and you can read all of us at thecosmiccircus.com, which just had its two year anniversary and has a totally new site layout and some really cool things cooking up. So we'll see you guys soon. Bye.